This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I've said over and over that the secret to a life filled with connection, ease, and joy is to create and hold boundaries. And there's one big thing that generally gets in the way of holding those boundaries, and that's having a victim mentality. In my almost 40 years of experience working with thousands of people, this is an issue with almost every person I meet. Sometimes it's big and sometimes it's a smaller issue, but it's almost always there in some way, believe it or not. The problem is that this way of thinking, this victim mentality seems so natural or right that you likely don't even realize you're doing it. You're a fish who doesn't know it's wet. Today, we'll discuss the symptoms of a victim mentality. Many of them are going to surprise you. Why you might be this way, and as always, my top seven tips for making lasting changes so you can create fulfilling and loving relationships. So stay tuned. I'm Dr. Abby Medcalf, and I'm a practicing psychologist, number one Amazon bestselling author, TEDx speaker, and all-around relationship maven with over 35 years of experience helping people just like you. Join me as I teach you actionable tips and strategies to create connection, joy, and ease in all your relationships. So let's get to it. Welcome back to the podcast. You know who I am, Dr. Abby Metcalf, and this is going to be a good one today. And before I jump in, I'm just going to say that 
by the time you're listening to this, I'll be taking my two weeks off for the holidays. Uh, and so, you know, I'm going to miss you. I <laughs> hope you miss me. And this will be a great, so the last two weeks of December, there won't be a podcast um, dropping. I do this every year around this time. And so this is a great time to read my new book, Boundaries Made Easy, which you can get on Amazon and we'll link here in the show notes. Uh, Audible is also out for the Boundaries Made Easy books. So you can get it on hardcover, paperback, Kindle, uh, you know, ebook, and you can get it uh, from Audible. So if you have auto, you know, you could get it for free. Get one of those free Audible accounts for three months. So you could listen to my book for free. Uh, but anyway, that's you can do all those things. Or I'm going to mention a lot of episodes, uh, past episodes, or really early ones today, and uh, you can go listen to those or watch. Well, you can't watch those anymore. I think I started loading everything onto YouTube. I think a couple years ago. Um, and if you are watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel and like the video or leave a comment that really helps other people find it. And I think that's uh, the biggie. So let's jump in. And some of the earlier, um, you can't always get the earlier podcasts on uh, Spotify or Apple, and they're always on my website. So if you want to do that way, you can go to abbymedcalf.com and you can search. I know that's not as easy as maybe listening to it on um, you know your usual podcast platforms, but it is a way to access the earlier episodes when they're not up on there. I don't know why they don't always keep them all. So uh, I think this is a 268th episode. So we've had a few episodes, people. Uh, so sometimes they get lost uh, they, or they don't get all posted, but they're never lost because they're all on my website. All right. So let's get into it. So, uh, you know, this, I, I know some of you are listening going, I am not a victim. I never play a victim. I don't know what you're talking about. And you're going to maybe be surprised at how much we do it, but it's in such a way that it's just become so much of the fabric of every, everyone does it. Like it's so common to talk this way. Uh, you drive me crazy. Uh, you know, he made me do, made me feel this way. You know, we say these things that are actually very victimy. And there's so much a part of our vernacular and how we think about the world that we don't realize how we're getting set up. So let's talk first about symptoms of a victim mindset or a victim mentality. <clears throat> Excuse me. And there are, whoop, we have a sip of water. Sorry. Okay. <clears throat> and there are specific behaviors and ways of thinking that, again, can be so common, so ubiquitous that you don't realize you're coming from a victim mindset. So let's talk about them. So thinking you have no control with certain relationships or that you can't do something because someone else won't change, that's a victim mindset. And I know right now some people are listening going, yeah, but I can't change my mind. I can't. And they always treat me this way. I That's a victim mindset. And I'm going to tell you today how to fix that. Okay. But we're not doing that anymore. Right. We're not doing the victim thing. Uh, blaming other people for events or situations in your life ever, ever. Okay ever. Now, I want to be clear that uh, if if you were, God forbid, raped or something, I'm obviously not telling you that you are responsible for that. Okay? Just want to be really clear. I don't care what you were doing, what you were wearing, where you were. So don't get all, don't come for me in the comments. That you, you know what I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about in general in your life. 
Um, and I will also say that, God forbid, again, you were raped. Spending all of your time blaming the rapist for every bad thing that then happens to you the rest of your life or the fact that you don't feel safe leaving your house or any of those things isn't going to help you move forward. And I hate the thought of someone being the victim of a, anything violent like that, anything violent. And then that perpetrator gets to still own your life. That makes me insane. I don't think they get another second of you. So obviously, if something just happened, we're going to be very fresh with that. And I hope you're getting support and all that. But I'm talking about, you know, if if that is if it has been a while since something happened, I really want you to start doing the things you need to do to stop blaming that person for where your life is and start taking control of it because that's what you need more than anything. So just want to be clear, we are not blaming victims here. We're not doing that. I think if you've if you've been with me on any length of time on my podcast, you know that I don't think that way or talk that way. You know that's bullshit, actually. These are just people who want to find fault with what I'm saying and don't want to listen. So if you're that person, this isn't you're being a victim and this isn't the podcast for you. <laughs> but if you want to get, you know, move your life forward, you're in the right place. Uh, so other symptoms are not taking responsibility for your life in some way or not taking responsibility for a particular relationship in your life. Uh, thinking things in your life happen to you. They just happen to me. Things just happen. Nope. Nope. We're going to, again, shift that. Uh, feeling If you're feeling resentful a lot, that's the thing I think I notice the most when people uh, are acting like a victim. They feel resentful a lot. Um, if you're offered suggestions for change, you know, suggestions, and your first response is you like always to list all the reasons these suggestions won't work. You might be doing that right now as you're listening to me already. You're like, well, that's because this, and that doesn't apply to me. And this, you know, we're not unique all in the way we think. And you're not a unicorn. If you know, being a unicorn will not get you farther in life. I'll tell you that, or it won't make you happy. It, it, sets you apart. It does set you up as something special, this victim. I'm not saying you're not special. I absolutely think you are. I'm special. You're special. I believe in that, but I don't believe in the unicorn bullshit. I used to do that in my drug addiction. I'm different than these other addicts. I'm not the same as them. Uh, oh, oh, I didn't get raised like that. My parents were married or any other BS I used to throw out to, so that I could keep using drugs. Um, that that doesn't work. Okay. I, being a unicorn did not work and it doesn't work. So that's what I'm talking about. Um, when, when you're in that mode of, oh, my life's really different, Abby, but you don't understand my situation. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Gotta stop. Gotta stop. If you're feeling defensive often, if you're, if you're right now feeling defensive as I speak to you, huh, take note, take note. You're probably in the right place. <laughs> I love you. We're going to get there. I'm going to give you some tips. Uh, if you don't make changes because you believe other people should change first, that's another one, you know, well, I'm not going to, you know, do this until they do that. That's victim bullshit. One more time. I'm going to say bullshit a lot today because I, the victim stuff makes me a little crazy. Uh, because I can't help you if this is where you live. I can't help you and I want to help you. If you haven't figured out that I want to help you after 200 and almost 70 episodes, I, I, I don't know what to do. So, you know, don't make Abby crazy. You know, listen up. We're going to help. I'm going to move you through this, but you've got to listen and really hear what I'm saying. Uh, if you feel hurt or misunderstood often is another signal often that you're having a victim mentality. 
Uh, well, let's talk about things you might be saying or thinking in your head. Uh, if you're saying, oh, I can't help it. I can't help it. That's clearly a victim. Anyone, uh, anyone would feel, I just heard this from a client the other day. He was very angry at something. He came home furious and he said, well, anyone would feel this way. Nope, that's not true. Lots of people take things like this lots of different ways. It's not a given that everyone would be angry in that situation. Uh, or it's, and he, he then went on to say, well, it's natural to be angry when X happens, when this thing, he had something at work that happened. And I said, no, it's not natural to be angry when these things happen. Again, some people aren't, so they're not unnatural. It's just natural for you. It's normal for you. It's usual for you. That's all. It doesn't make it true. And again, it sets you up as a victim, like, oh, I have no control. You know, it's just what is this other person pissed me off. So of course, you know. Uh, I, what the one I hear probably the most, I can't change the relationship because my partner refuses to change. Uh, I can't help it. I can't help it, Abby. I just can't help it. Did I already say that one? I might've, uh, or, oh, this is one I heard not a, a little while ago. I'm just a jealous person. That's what I had a client say to me. Well, I'm just a jealous person. When we label ourselves in those ways, that's victimy. Of, you're not born jealous. Babies aren't born jealous. You learn to be jealous. So anything you have like that, I'm a blank person, is something you've learned and you've taken on. So it's victimy. I can't help the way I feel. Yes, you can. <laughs> of course you can. Of course you can help the way you feel. Even with severe depression, severe anxiety, I'm not, I'm obviously it's much, much harder for you. And again, I, I, I'm not going to like blame victims here. It is so much harder for you. But it, if you're not doing something to try, you know, getting on medication or going to see a therapist or trying DBT or trying different kinds of, uh, there's so many things. I have one client who's been so severely depressed for years and he's, uh, uh, she, sorry, not he, uh, she's now trying uh, ketamine therapy, which is amazing and has having great results for her. And by the way, that's with like trained people, not on her own, like at a, at a rave. <laughs> Do we have raves anymore? <laughs> you know what I mean? She's not on her own with friends, you know, using ketamine. This is like, this is a guided thing, but, uh, it's really helping her to, you know, she just didn't give up on herself. She hasn't given up on herself and she just keeps trying the next thing. Uh, so saying I can't help the way I feel is a victim mentality. Uh, or saying nothing ever works or or nothing I ever do makes a difference. All of these things are from a victim mentality. So note them for what they are. The next question I naturally usually get asked, uh, naturally usually, and that was a lot, uh, get asked is, well, why do I have a victim mentality? You know, why do I have a victim mindset? Why does anyone have a victim mindset? And I think the simplest reason why you likely think this way is because so many people do what I, it's because of why, you know, what I said in the beginning, cause it's so ubiquitous. It's so common that uh, we don't realize it's happening. Most people are raised in a home where this kind of thinking, this sort of victimy thing is expressed in some ways that it's just the truth of it. When I listed all the signs a minute ago, you might've thought, yes, I've been hearing that my whole life or, uh, yeah, my dad acts in those ways. Or yes, my mother used to always say that or whatever. It's because, so you grew up in that house, right? So you took it on without realizing it was a thing you were taking on. For me, it's like if you were raised in a home with racism, 
you're likely going to be racist. Like that's what happens. You grow up in those homes with hate and racism and bigotry, and that's where you go. You know, in, in a positive way, maybe you were raised in a home with a healthy view of women. So you respect women easily, right? It's the same kind of thing. It's a brainwashing, for lack of a better term, you know? It's the same kind of thing when you're just raised with this all around you and how people talk, like if, you know, how people talked about women, how your mother talked about herself, how your dad treated her, how your brothers treated women, you know, whatever. When you start, or maybe your mom was actively talking about women's rights. Maybe uh, it, it can be, again, small ways or big ways that this, you know, got uh, transferred to you. In my own home growing up, you know, there was a lot of uh, feminism. There was a lot of uh, anti-racist talk. Like, like we were very, it was about being anti, not just not being racist, but being anti-racist and really uh, standing up for people, all those things, joining causes, marches, all that. My, my, my parent, my mom especially was very um, active in that way. And uh, much of my extended family is still that way, which is wonderful. you know, in my own own home now, it's no surprise, right, that my children have many of the same political views their dad and I hold. Just it's again, we we I think we think of it more in those ways, like, well, yes, I heard my mother talking about her stance on abortion, and you know, I heard my father talking about you know those Republicans or something, you know. So yeah, I grew up with that, and we think of it more because it seems more ov- uh, overt. But there's a lot that happens that's not that's a little more covert or just again it's not so stated necessarily but it still holds a lot of impact. And of course it's also possible that you experienced some kind of trauma in your childhood so you didn't develop, you know, healthy coping mechanisms for life for for your relationships. You you felt like a victim which likely gave you a negative view of the world or the feeling that there that there isn't any responsibility you have for how life happens to you, you know, that it does happen to you. And if, again, there was this trauma and you were a kid, you're right, you you didn't. But then that, you know, translates over into adulthood in a really unhealthy way. Hope that may, again, we never blame the victims. Uh, but do you see what I mean? So. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You know, again, the good news is you weren't born a victim. This isn't a personality trait. It's a a learned mindset and it's a learned set of behaviors and you can absolutely change it. So let's get to my top tips. So these are Abby's top seven tips for overcoming a victim mentality. 
I also want to give a shout out because, um, which I forgot to do earlier, somebody was in, and you're hopefully you're listening, was in, uh, I think in the my DMs on Instagram or somewhere or something, who mentioned like, hey, can you say more about overcoming a victim mentality? So, uh, and I thought that is brilliant. Like, let's do it. So if you're listening, please comment under the video on YouTube so I can see it. <laughs> um, I would I would love that. Uh, by the way, if you're listening on Spotify, please rate this, you know, rate the podcast. And if you're uh, on Apple, you can leave a review, which would be huge. It's a really great way to give back to me um, and show your love. So uh, I would appreciate it. Okay. Overcoming a vic- victim mentality. Let's talk about my top seven things. And these aren't long. This isn't going to be a super long podcast because we're we're getting to it today. We're just doing it. You know, I'm just on it. I'm, I'm here. I'm ready. So... Number one is you need to change the situation or learn to accept it. And I mean fully accept it. You you either have to take the action or you have to get in a place with like this, you know, I did this with my mom, you know, for many, many years. I've shared before my mom had narcissistic personality disorder and I, it was very hard for a long time. And I finally... Again, I changed the situation. I did both. I changed the situation by drawing boundaries and really being clear with her. But I also, you know, part of my resentment with my mother was that she wasn't the mom I like. She didn't act like the kind of mom I wanted. You know, I saw other people, other women especially, and their mom is like their best friend as adults, and they go to their mom for advice all the time, or they their mom felt like a safety net, and I didn't have any of that, and it made me very resentful. Uh, oh, see, that's a victim talk. It made me very resentful. See, we do it all the time. Uh, and I felt resentful, <laughs> resentment when I thought these thoughts. That's how that is. And part of me had to really learn to accept my mom for who she was. And my mom wh- herself was the victim of sexual abuse and trauma, had major childhood trauma. And it, you know, getting to that place where she's doing the best with the tools she has. I want to have a relationship with her. I don't want to cut my mother off. I want my kids to have their their bubby. You know, I want to figure this out. And so I there was this acceptance that I was having for who my mother truly was instead of just always feeling resentful that she wasn't who I wanted her to be. So there was an acceptance there. And that's really important. And again, I also did some changes in the situation by drawing boundaries and other things. So I guess I had a both hand here. Um, I discussed you know, changing the situation or learning to accept it. I went into length at the, of this in episode 256, the four ways to solve any problem. So you can search for that, or I'm sure we'll have, um, you know, the link on the podcast page or on the, uh, you know, the show, we call it the show notes page on my website or at the blog, Relationship Tips and Tools under there. All these things will be linked, but you can also just search by that. Uh, So I highly recommend giving that a listen, the four ways to solve any problem. If you haven't heard it yet, it would really help you in the salt, you know, changing things and, and or accepting things. Number two is to stop complaining. (laughs) This is an excellent way to get out of the victim mindset. If you notice yourself complaining and there, oh, could Abby get through a podcast without mentioning mindfulness? I guess not. 
if you haven't lo downloaded my free mindfulness starter kit yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. Uh, you get that on the shop page of my website. You do not have to put in a credit card or anything. There's nothing sleazy ever with me. You will be on my weekly love letter list, which many thousands of people love. I send you out weekly motivation just once a week. I don't, you know, try to bombard you with emails or try to sell you things or anything like that. I just, I, it's there for motivation. If you don't like it, you can unsubscribe. Um, but, and if you want to be on the weekly love letter list, you can, and don't want to, or already, whatever, just go to the website and it says it right on top on one of the tabs, weekly love letter, you put in your email and you'll start getting them every Wednesday, except of course the two weeks that I take off uh, in the summer and the two weeks that I'm about to take off for December. Um, okay. So, but no, when you notice yourself complaining, take it as a signal that you're acting like a victim and commit to taking a small step instead of complaining, <laughs> right? Just no, you know, again, be mindful, notice it, and then do something. Stop complaining. That is so victim-y. It's not even funny. And I talk about how to stop complaining way, way back. It's called in episode 55. 55. This is season one, I guess. Maybe it was season two by then. Uh, it's called like complaining is as bad for you as bacon and just as satisfying. <laughs> so again, I'm a link to that. Number three is you should listen like you're wrong in all conversations. So right now, as we're talking, I feel like this is a conversation, even though you don't get to talk to me uh, directly right now. But listen like you're wrong as people are giving you information or talking to you or giving you uh, suggestions or anything else. Listen like you're wrong. It will help take you out of the victim mindset. Number four is to take full responsibility for your life and every relationship you're in. And what I always say over and over is, and it's the truth, you have co-created, co, in partnership, created every relationship you're in. So always think about your responsibility and work on that. Keep your side of the street clean. That will help you shift the victim mentality. Number five, this is one people don't like to hear, but I'm going to say it again. The one in the most pain needs to change first, and that's you. So if you have any of that stuff, oh, my partner won't change, this, my mother won't, and nobody will change, nobody's doing work, and it's always about me. Yeah, it's about you. You're the one in the most pain. You're the one who is having trouble with the situation. So you're the one who needs to change first. That's it. Only focus on you. Do not have a string attached. That's manipulation that I'll change for a little while until I see something from them. Otherwise, I'm going back. That is victim bullshit 101. And you got to stop thinking that way. And that actually brings me to tip number six, which is stop keeping score and focusing on what you deem is fair. That, I think, takes people down quicker than almost anything. This keeping score you know, it's not fair and that's what you do. You know, oh, I'll make changes for a while, but then it's like, no, 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 this is your new boundary. This is who you are. This is how you act. This isn't a temporary thing. And ultimately, I'm telling you, people start to change when you start to change. It just, it does. Uh, I did an episode, again, way back, episode 61, that's called Keeping Score Stops You From Connecting. You can go listen to that. I also, my my TED Talk, if you haven't listened to my TED Talk yet, I don't know what you're waiting on. Please give it a listen and a watch, I should say, and a, and a like uh, or a comment. Um, I talk about keeping score in that too and how that's the real reason relationships fail. 
So I do talk about that in there too. And number seven, I'm drum rolling on my desk, is you should friggin' buy my book. So my new book, Boundaries Made Easy. Oh, wait, I have it. It's here. It'll look funny probably on that, which I really love my cover, I just want to say. And if you're listening, you can't see it, but it looks great. Um, my new book, Boundaries Made Easy, Your Roadmap to Connection, Ease, and Joy is out. It is on Amazon. You can buy it on the website. And it's time because it's time to learn to draw real boundaries. That is your real answer. The, the answer of all answers, the, the big dog daddy mommy of all is to draw real boundaries, real ones that have an action when your boundary isn't met. Stating how you feel, I don't like when you talk to me that way, is not a boundary. Um, I'd like you to start treating me with some respect is not a boundary. I don't like when you say that is not a boundary. These are your wants, your feelings, your preferences. You have to also state what you'll do if those wants, feelings, or preferences aren't met. And then you have to do them. I will tell you this, no matter what, don't repeat your boundary more than once to someone. If you have a boundary that others can't, you know, comment on your body and they do, you know, let them know your boundary. So that would be that time to tell them if they don't already know, right? Hey, uh, you're not allowed to comment on my boundary or what I eat or whatever, you know, don't do that or I'm going to need to stop the conversation. And if they do it again, don't repeat it. Don't say, hey, I told you you can't do that or I'm going to have to leave or, you know, don't threaten. Don't repeat the boundary over and over. Don't give someone multiple chances to hold your boundary. If they trample over it, ignore in any way your stated boundary, immediately follow through on the response you've already decided upon. You've already let them know. If that response is that you're going to leave the room or hang up the phone, follow through follow through. If the person apologizes, and they probably will, you can tell them you appreciate the apology, but still follow through and leave or end the conversation. Because this is what happens. You you, you, you want to always follow through on your boundary response. If you don't, you end up in a cycle where this person continually ignores your boundary, they apologize, and then they just ignore it again. And you're looking to change the dynamics of how you interact with this person. So you have to follow through on every boundary. And then you can engage in a new conversation at a later time. You know, give it a fresh start at a later time. Anyway, I go into this and everything about boundaries and how to hold them and how to make them, my three-step process. And I mean, it is a book for life. It's, I'm I I am so proud of this book. I I love my other book too. Uh, if you haven't read it yet, um, uh, be happily married even if your partner won't do a thing. I am also incredibly proud of that, and I'm changing my camera around as I do that. Um, you know, get them both. Uh, give them as gifts this holiday season. It's a great thing to do. But I the boundary book I have to tell you would be the best gift for anyone in your life and for yourself. Give the gift to yourself. I'm, again, so proud of it. I'll link on the show notes page also in there. 
not only um, where to buy the book, but how to leave a book review after after you've read it. Please be real, you know, read it and then leave an honest review, which hope, I know I hope will be glowing. Uh, uh, on Amazon would be incredible and a great way to give back. And uh, that's it. That's that's today's uh, podcast. And I, you know, for a lot of like Hanukkah is going to already have also happened by the time you're listening to this. Um, Kwanzaa, lots of holidays have already happened. Uh, but I know a lot of, you know, the world is going to be celebrating um, Christmas and uh, many of us celebrating the, the new year, obviously, uh, on January 1st. So, or 31st. So, uh, you know, I am wishing you so much love in this new year. And I hope if you're setting any goals that you set feelings goals. It's nice to set, I guess, you know, tactical goals. I want to make this much money or I want to lose that much weight or whatever. If you want to do that, fine. But what's more important, I believe, is to set goals for how you want to feel in the new year day to day and then make everything go around that. Because if you want to feel connection, ease, and joy, if those are the goals you had, those are mine, and growth. That was my fourth one. Connection, ease, joy, and growth. Those are the four things I want to feel predominantly in my new year. So I'm thinking with everything I might take on, another book or a project or whatever, I'm thinking of that through that lens of those four things. And will it, you know, so maybe it won't bring me a lot of joy in the moment, but am I going to get a lot of growth out of it? Will I feel connected to others? Do you know what I mean? So I look at those things and I'm using those as the filter for what I set as my tactical goals. So I hope you do the same. I love you. There is great, great love here for you everywhere. If no one told you today, you can do anything you set your mind to. You really can and change your life in the ways you've been dreaming of. All right. I adore you and I will see you in the new year. Thank you for listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast with wonderful me, Dr. Abby Metcalf. And I've got two quick things to say. Just give me one more minute. First, I love spending this time with you and I work hard to make sure every single episode is going to help you move from any feelings of frustration or resentment or anxiety to that connected, hopeful, confident. That's always my goal. So if you have any ideas for a future episode or just want to say hi, let me know what the podcast is doing for you. Anything. You can email me at abby at abbymedcalf.com. How simple is that? And the second thing I want to say is if you like the podcast, you're going to go crazy, crazy for my book. My book is really good. I'm really proud of it. You can find it on Amazon or on my website under the shop section on my website at abbymetcalf.com. It's called Be Happily Married, Even If Your Partner Won't Do a Thing. And even if your partner will do a thing, the book will still really help you. So that's it. Thanks again for listening. Talk to you soon. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.